I'm just trying to tag us. I'm just trying to reset. I don't know why it wasn't really popping up, but... It's still not popping oh, up. Really popped up on mine. It is. Oh, yeah. You're going to play it? <laughs> I got to make sure I Live look right. Playing. I got it. I see it now. Yeah. Come on. Give some love, you know. Watching. It's got a little lag to it, but yeah, yeah it, it do. But who cares? We on. That's cool. All right. How's everybody doing? Good. You guys okay? Good. Yep. You nervous? A little. A little. Why? Hmm? Why? First time. First time. Okay. Well, we're gonna break it down a little bit. So hopefully you guys will we'll we'll settle into it. So welcome to our second edition of Youth Voices of Safe Futures Podcast. Woo! Woo! Come on, man, give me something, bro. What's up? <laughs> so this is our second edition, and um the purpose for this podcast is to give our youth a voice and not just this community, but mainly this community, but just give you voices across the board. And so our topic today is miseducation. Um, I have two people on here with me who are really good friends of mine, and I thought they would be really well to help me get the message across and bring some understanding to what is miseducation and kind of help some people. So. First of all, to my right, I have Libra and I brothers. Libra and I brothers. We're gonna make him famous no. today. Go ahead, tell us about yourself. Uh, <laughs> my name is Libra and I brothers from Seattle. Uh, I like cars. Favorite color is red. And still in high school. <laughs> but when are you graduating? Twenty twenty. That's what the year. Come on, man! Class of twenty twenty. Let me get some. Couple more months. What you gonna do after graduation? Uh, see if I can go to college. Really? Yeah. You're going. If I uh, if I can go to college, you know I'm gonna take the opportunity. That's what's up. Okay. What you want to study in college, real quick? Auto body, automotive, really? anything's about cars. Cool. Yeah. Oh, you want to work on cars? Yeah. You'll work. You'll give me a discount. You know. <laughs> if I if I make it, therefore you'll make it. You'll what's your favorite type of car? 5.0 <laughs> Mustang really? uh, 19 uh, I don't know the year Oh you want an old one You like me You like I like the one off Menace Society Oh The one uh, Kane had yeah. KD See you That's know I knew that car. Really That's pretty tight Well Cool My and mom should be buying it She's gonna buy it for graduation She should Okay oh. So she's hearing this right Yes your yeah. mom watching <laughs> You should <laughs> Right right yeah. right right <laughs> And then next we have Anastasia. Hi. Yes, I'm Anastasia Cheetah. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my goodness, a little bit about myself. Right. Uh, I'm actually also a student. 
currently. Mm. And I'm going to be done next week. Cool. <laughs> done with what? what pro- tell everybody what program you're going to be done Thank with. You. So I am getting my master's in social work. Cool, cool. you dub. So I will be graduating. Well, I my commencement walking and everything isn't until the summer. Really? I'm done with everything next Thursday. Right, that's cool. Congratulations. Congratulations. So, thank you. Big accomplishment. Yeah, it's been a long two and a half years. Right, so. right. Big accomplishment. So our main topic, like I said, is miseducation. So we want to talk about, because I know... And the reason why we have Libra not on is because through all the things he's been going through with in school, all the I think some of the things that haven't been so fair with him and a lot of our kids of color and kids face this all across the board. But especially kids of color are facing Mm -hmm. some of these things. And so we was trying to Anastasia and I was trying to figure out what topic like what what can we call this do we call it school to prison pipeline do we call it miseducation how do we label this and i think school to prison pipeline is such a broad spectrum and we came up with miseducation because basically that's what it revolves around our kids being miseducated mm-hmm. and so Libra and i i told him i would alley hoop him some things so he wouldn't you you're, you're good yeah you okay yeah okay so he has some things that happened to him while he was in school. Um, and it's a, I'll leave it up to him whether he wants to name the school or whatever. But a lot of our kids are getting suspended from school. And I, and I, I think these, these are the things that we're going to focus on first. Suspension and kids being put into special education classes when they really don't supposed to be put in special education classes. And parents don't some parents not all parents but some parents don't know if they don't know if their kids should be put in there or they shouldn't be put in there and so we're going to try to break this down anastasia and i always talk about these big worries that we talk about in academia so we're going to try to talk not that we have to like break anything or dumb anything down but we want to talk so even our youth can understand it mm-hmm. so Libra, not tell me some of the things that were happening to you in school around you getting suspended before you got they led up to you getting suspended uh talking to the mic bro when i was out of state yeah talk about it yeah. uh it was like it's totally different compared to seattle yeah uh, yeah because like i got in trouble for stuff i didn't get in trouble up here for right so where were you oklahoma city okay. yeah and uh yeah. Yeah. So, like, what? Tell me, what did you get in trouble for? When I got in trouble. I mostly got in trouble for like pulling my pants up. Uh, pulling your pants up? No, like I had to, I had to pull my pants up. Oh. Okay. Okay. okay my pants okay. was down. I was like, and uh, sag- wait a minute, where they sat? Let's just be where they sag. Sag- Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sagging. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, do rags and being late to class like one minute. One minute later. And then, yeah. And one time I got suspended for just not talking to the teacher. And face expression was, like, kind of wrong. Really? They said, yeah. They said it was, like, disrespectful. Right. Your facial expression? Yeah. Was disrespectful. Yeah, I got kicked out of school for that. Right. Yeah. So you got suspended. So let me reiterate this. So you got suspended for uh, a Mm do-rag, not speaking to the principal, Facial expression and what else? Was uh, that? Pants. 
Yeah. And your pants sagging, not not you said pulling them up, but not pulling them, <laughs> like having your pants sagging. Yeah. These things right here that we're talking about, this is what's so it's so like it's upsetting to me is that kids are, and I'm trying to to make sure that I focus into this other than into this, so we can really get into this. That was that makes me so upset that kids are mm-hmm. being expelled for things like that. Yeah. And you're a senior, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so the every time these any every time something like this happens, this was, can affect you graduating. Yeah, that was all. It like was affecting me because like I was seeing other people doing the same stuff, doing worse stuff, and they was over there just coming back to like coming back to the school right. the next day and stuff. And I just sat back and just watched it. So you felt like you was being targeted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So Anastasia, what are some things that you noticed? So I want you to give your experience with mm-hmm. with this and then kind of give me an insight on that. Yeah. And I guess, I mean, I can go a little bit further into like my background. Okay. So can you please. Yeah. Um, so I have been working in public schools for like the last six plus years. Okay. Anywhere from elementary to most recently middle school and high school. Right. Um, so not as like in the capacity of a teacher, but right. more just like a social worker, program coordinator, case manager. Right. Um, so just providing like a lot of support for students and working a lot with like teachers and administrators. Right. Definitely done a lot of like policy work mm-hmm. within schools. Right. Um, so I definitely have, yeah, some firsthand experience. Uh, you know, experience of, you know, witnessing like your story, kid, uh, you know, kids, young adults getting right. um, not just like kicked out of the classroom, but right. like expelled and like sent out of the school. Right. Um, and um, I also last year, part of my master's program, uh-huh. actually, I did an internship at the King County Juvenile Detention Center. Oh, okay. So I also have some like experience and exposure within that system. Right. Um, And of course, what we were talking about was school to prison pipeline. Right, 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 Um, right. And yeah, I mean, I think that um, unfortunately, there's a lot of, um, you know, targeting specifically of like youth of color. Right, right. I mean, a lot of people like don't want to talk about race. Exactly. And um, it's like taboo, but like, I think it's really important to name that and talk about that. Like when you said other students were like not being targeted and getting away with that, were they like white students? They was different races. Or not all the time? They wasn't black. They were different races. Just different, they were just different races. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think that um, just like my opinion on, some of those things is that like really the adults in specifically schools like need to be accountable right. of you know what types of like practices and strategies um, and like support that they're giving to their students right. mm. and i am not like a proponent of expulsions or suspensions right like if if it was my choice i wouldn't suspect i mean <laughs> you know obviously there's like there's like really really like high situations where right. maybe like for the safety of the whole school right right but right for, like for your examples i think there's like tons of other ways to respond yeah. right um to you know like not be punitive and right. actually like make it like a teaching moment right for you because ultimately when you're when you were and I, I'm making an assumption, right. but 
when you were expelled from your school, like that negatively impacted you. Yeah. Right. Like you weren't in the classroom. You were missing all of that. Work. I was like every like every time I came back to school from right. suspension, they like have to find a reason to suspend me again. Mm. So like I had the whole week off. Right. Over. What did you do during that week? Uh, stayed home. Did they give so you? Did they give you any work? They gave me work like the first time, and then like they didn't give me work at all. It was break coming up, so I asked for work. Right. So they gave me a lot of work for break, and I just did most of it and turned it in. And parents, I know like people watching this and people that'll watch it later. I want to stop right there because this is so important because I know a lot of parents. You know, I have a lot of people on my Facebook page, a lot of family members, a lot of family members that I know that are not on Facebook. And I know personally that they're dealing with this same issue. And that's why this is so important. And so when we like whether we want to admit to it or not, like um, if we directly haven't dealt with that issue with our own child, we know somebody that has dealt with that issue. And so what we're trying to do now is because I want to ask Libra and I like how like. We're going to talk about the rules, but I want to ask him, like, Anastasia, you almost got to it. Like, mm -hmm. how does that make you, like, almost, like, breaking your, like, like stopping your motivation for mm -hmm. going? Like, does that affect that? I don't want to put words in your mouth. I want you to tell me how yeah. that affects it. Yeah, it was a little. Yeah. I was, like, almost gave up. Really? In school. And you were thinking about, like, Man, should I go back to school because they plan too much? Really? Yeah. And you're a senior. Yeah. Now you're now. This is a senior that because of him being targeted for these, I want to say minor things, he mm -hmm. felt like giving up. Like now, if he gave up, that's what we want to talk about. Yeah. Like I could. Ahead. They wasn't even trying to let me graduate. So like, so I was like definitely like, man, if I don't go back to Seattle, it's yeah. Was. I have a question. Was okay, there ever like a moment that you felt like, um, you know, maybe it would just be like easier to be this person that they are like seeing me as? Does that make sense? Like you said that they just like when you came back to the school, they mm -hmm. were just finding ways like, how can we get him out again? Yeah. Did you ever find yourself feeling like, okay, I guess I'll just like. I'll just do, I'll just like behave the way they are. I tried, look, I, I did for like a week and then like they got off my tail. Right. Yeah, they, they like, I kept seeing the principal and stuff. They was like, right. it's good having you seen you going to class and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they was like, we like you this way. And then like, right. at one moment, they just make me mad. Right. Let me ask you another question. Did you feel like there was like any like adult in your school that you like trusted? Not at this, not at that school, but like the school I'm at now. Right. right. I mess with a lot of people. Really? Heavy. And that helps out that like yeah. that support. Yeah, like they know me more than the other school know me. Like, right, right. So if I get mad, they will like, you know, figure they out this, yeah. Right. So they figure out this and then I, you know, work on with them. Right. Okay. And an another thing that's happening, I guess we can go back and forth. We can cross between, you know, because of time. I'm going to ask Anastasia this. Like, how mm -hmm. many times do you see this affecting? Because 
I've said this so many times before. The easiest seems like the easiest thing for educators to do. And I was an educator and still uh, I'm still an educator. The easiest thing for them to do is move the student. Like when it's a minor behavior problem is to remove the student from the academic environment, which is not all the time. Like That's not not even though I, that's not best practice. It's not even like it's not even legal. Um, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So can you talk on that? Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as say, I mean, what you're saying, some of the things like maybe they categorize as like disruptive, like conduct right, right. Yeah. or something. And I think like, so first of all, backing up, like you said, there wasn't even like one adult in your school that like you trusted. Mm -hmm. wow. So how, I mean, if you can just imagine, like I would not feel comfortable showing up to a place every single day where I don't trust anyone. Exactly. Yeah. People treat me badly. Right, right. You know, so I think even before like teachers and educators, um, you know, utilizing strategies of best practices and things, they have to build relationships exactly. yeah. with their students. Right. You have to have that like, you know, students need to feel like they are cared for. Right, 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 right. And so after that, I mean, one of the things, do you want me to bring up like PBIS? Please. Bring, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Please. It's a good time. <laughs> um, so there's a thing called <laughs> PBIS, which yeah. stands for Positive Behavior and uh, Intervention, or Positive Behavior Interventions and Supports. So right. really it's looking at how can educators like specifically in the classroom, like a teacher. Right, um, right, right. Have like behavior expectations that right. are known and um, like positively reinforce their students. Right. Instead of just having this like cycle of like punitive reinforcement. Right, right. So puni punitive reinforcement, meaning like if a student is disruptive, the right. teacher kicks them out. Right, right. That's punitive. Right, right. But, and that's not helping anyone in that situation right. that's not helping the teacher build like a good relationship with the student that's not helping the mm -hmm. student and their education right because they're being sent out of the class right so i guess specifically with pbis like some strat and like i've also taught classes right i know i've taught I know. like i've taught life skills classes i know, I know. i've been like a guest speaker and like right. health classes right and i have never had to send a student out of the classroom and that's that's and i want to stop you right there that's i, I want to finish hearing this too mm -hmm. but i want to stop there because you know i'm getting old and my mind is like it, i lose this thought <laughs> i want and i want to go back to anastasia but i want to ask you something mm -hmm. how many times were you because she brought up the pbs how many times were you suspended in that month oh, it was a month yeah how many mm. times were, you remember you told me it was like, man, probably like two weeks. Like two weeks? Whole month. Yeah. He was suspended for, but it was 11 different. Yeah. They said, they like, they were like, all right, if you get to 11, uh, we gonna have to, uh, if you get to 11, uh, if you get to 11, uh, suspensions, you go, uh, we gonna have to have an IMP meeting with your mom. So I got into 11. Every time I, they gave me suspended, wow. it was like three days. Wait, hold on. Do you, and this this might be too personal. Really? You don't have to like answer, but do you have like an IEP? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> but I, the reason why the reason why I right, say right, that right, right, yeah, right. I got an IEP. I mean, right, you right. don't have to. I'm sorry, right, 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 right. Spot, but I was just gonna say for people, for people, <laughs> right, 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 for people who do have 
any type of like special education services or right, 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 right. It is the law that you cannot get suspended more than ten times. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what my mama's saying. Really? Yeah, because like she know all more about it. So did right. she? So did she tell them about this? And mm-hmm. and what happened? They was like, mm-hmm. my mama went like. She had to go through a lot. She went to the board, like the board of education, right, right, and talked to them, right, right. And then she had to like, she was just going back and forth, and right. then they wasn't working, they wasn't helping her. So that's why I just came up here, right. Finished the year out. <laughs> she gave you a shout out. Aww. Yes. <laughs> oh, ain't that sweet? <laughs> and so, and a lot of time. And buy you that car. Anastasia, did I? Yeah. Need that car. This gonna make you get that five point oh. Trust me, no. I might contribute five dollars to it. <laughs> I'll help you out. Fine, I'll help with gas. But Anastasia, I didn't. I know I cut you off, but I want to ask that. No, I want you to finish, and then I want to ask a question right after that. Okay. About the PBS, that's where you were. PBIS. PBIS. Okay. okay. Yeah. I left. I went. Um. Do you remember? I'm sorry. Oh, I guess I was saying like just instead. Oh, how um, like traditional punitive things right. of like okay, you're being disruptive. I'm gonna send you out. Exactly. Oh, that's what I was saying. I was saying right. the classes I've taught, I've never had to send out students. Exactly. That doesn't mean that I've had students who are disruptive. Right. That doesn't mean I've had students who are disrespectful. Right, right. But I've been able to use, you know, strategies right, right. to really, um, you know, like turn around that behavior so right. that they stay in the classroom. Right. So mm-hmm. those strategies could be like, I mean, I remember a few years ago I was teaching in a science class uh-huh. for eighth graders. Right. And there was a student who was like lying on the table, rolling on the floor, uh-huh. like, you know, and I was presenting. Right. And um, I like caught, I like saw the student obviously doing that. Right. And instead of being like, you know, having like a confrontation and right. sending him out, I was like, you know what? I I need some help. Right. Mm-hmm. And he like stopped. He was like, what? I was like, I think I can like see some like really great like talents right. in you of like being like a leader See. and so i was like can you please like i really need help doing this presentation to your class like can you please right. come up and like be my like powerpoint right right, right 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 i was like i need an assistant and mm-hmm. this kid was like oh okay he's like what the <laughs> <You know? laughs> right and right so he d- he was like okay yeah cool no problem he was like i need to like stand up and i could like see that right because he was like laying on the floor and the table right. mm-hmm. so um just like little things like that you right. know right um, because of course then also like i let him know like classroom expectations you exactly. know like that you know as the presenter that's like distracting for me like right. obvi- you want to also like have that be like a teaching moment right. so like for like i guess your examples are interesting that you why you got suspended but 11 times yeah and 11 one. times but i don't know Come one on. of those examples like maybe the the pants thing instead of being like suspended someone could have had some type of like conversation with you about right. maybe you know like this isn't dress code and right like right, right you know exactly. what i mean like exactly. have like, like a teachable moment like i was there and then like it was like a fight happened at mm-hmm. the school and then like they see me with my do-rag on camera mm-hmm. and then they gave me like 
I assessed for that too. I was like, what? really? Yeah. I was well, like, well, you didn't even see me. It was like after school. <laughs> so they went back and looked at the camera. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. Like, yeah. I feel you. But they saw, they went back on the camera, looked at the fight. I'm sure they wasn't looking to see that they, you have a do rag on. No, they didn't look at, at the fight because, like, the camera is like, was pointing a certain way. They just seen they me because, like, was, like, I was like, after right the fact. In front of the camera. Right. Was it the Gucci one? Was it the Gucci? <laughs> uh, was it the Gucci? <laughs> no, nah, it wasn't that yeah. one. Maybe if it had a No, I'm just yeah. It was. It was like a blue one. Really? I think. Yeah. So and they did they affiliate that because I know because I want to be yeah. real I want to be I don't I don't want I want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt because I know before like before we started you was talking about they associated with gangs like yeah bandana, like bandanas even though that's so culturally I don't even like. I don't think I can curse right now because my manager's watching me, but that's so culturally, uh, I just can't even say what it is. Yeah. But was that, the, was that the reason why they suspended you? Or did they even? I just, because they just said they I had it on. Right. They said I just had it on. Yeah. So that, that wasn't explained to you in the beginning. No. Nah. Like, so, okay. This is like when I was like, after, you know, after they see me doing good for like a couple of weeks and then that happened. Really? Yeah. Wow. They just kicked me out. And so I and what I and and I, I know this one matter of fact, bro. Talk about the it. The worst one, the worst suspension I got in, in trouble for was taking a picture. Uh -huh. I was taking a picture of my sister was taking a picture, and I was like standing on like the little electric thing. Really? Yeah. This is in Oklahoma. Yeah, but everybody be standing on there taking pictures. So I was like, I'm about to go take a picture. Really? So I'm over there taking pictures. Minding my business, me and my sister. Getting your young selfie on. Yeah, just get my <laughs> selfie on. And then uh and then the lady, like some lady from the other school, like it was a middle school principal. Cause like I guess the school was on all. Oh, it had middle school, elementary, like and high school. Yeah. Like yeah. So she just popped about the blue talking about you being disrespectful. Uh, you being rude and stuff right, on our right. property because I guess I was flipping the bird right, right, at, right. At, at my camera, right. at my camera. So like, she uh she was like, "What's your name?" And I just kept walking, and then she just went to the principal for some reason and just said like, "Like, what's his name?" And then told my name. Wow. And so I just and and, and I, I got just, suspended for that. That was my last suspension. Really? That's when I just like. Stop no, going to school. That was it. And so I just so happened glanced down at my phone, and uh, I saw some. I saw a comment. So I'm gonna read that comment because I because somebody just commented. One of my friends, Janelle. Uh, yeah, Janelle Crawford. She said, "My son went through this when he was in school. The sister pr principal actually didn't like my son. So the Did reason why the reason why I said that is because." It's almost, I'm not, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but how did you feel? Like when all these things were happening? I think I was targeted. Like I was like, all right, cause like the school I'm, uh, went Thanks, to Janelle. now, the school I went to now, at first I was like targeted for little. Right, right. But like they would still help me, you know, making things to get better right. and stuff. But down there, it was, man, it was cool. I was like, Feel like getting targeted after I did the thing I did. Right. The first time I got suspended. Okay. So and see for this like last example uh -huh. of suspension. Right, right. There was no like like 
teachable moment at all. There was no like, hey, the expectations is that, you know, oh. this whatever area is like off limits. They yeah. were just like, now you're right. Just, you know, we were I'm leaving saying, that out. Like, there's not, no there's, like second no, chance or well, and there's no like learning. Like you're you walk away with yeah. just being like, OK, I'm suspended. Out of the whole time I was uh, suspended, I got ISS one time. And what? And explain to what? Yeah. Because it's it's called different things. Because uh, different ISS places. is like in school suspension. Okay, so we used like, to call it retrack. Y'all remember that? Yeah, retrack. Yeah. I ain't gonna tell how old I am, but retrack. Okay, but yeah, it's in school suspension. In school and suspension. how does that? How does that work? Like, how did that work? Was you guys able to get the uh, still get the class work uh, and still yeah. keep up? They send the classroom work to the classroom. Are you go pick it up? Okay, so. Yeah. So okay. So and so I'm gonna switch gears a minute. We'll still go back to that. But I want to ask Anastasia. So a lot of times I've seen this happen with, uh, with like I said, behavior problems. Does that affect um, like the academics as far as them not wanting to deal with the child and saying sometimes, or have you experienced that saying that the child needs to be put in special classes because mm -hmm. of the fact, because that opens up a whole lot of, and I think, mm -hmm. I think what, what you was, you gave the example about the student and you started to help him. So you rerouted that energy yeah. that comes from educators and people who really care. I don't think that anybody should be in front of our kids and they don't they don't care they don't yeah. give a damn about them i don't mm -hmm. i just don't i think just because you go to school that don't mean you should be a teacher you got to really care because yeah. in those situations there that's when we start to practice we really practice best practices and things yeah. like that so have you seen the question i want to ask you is have you seen that them being put into classes like i had a i want to ask that question but i had a, a, a i had a youth that that happened to them and i went to talk to the the teacher and the teacher said the the uh the youth was having some behavior issues in the regular class and so then the youth was put into some special classes mm -hmm. and i went and talked to the the, the special ed education teacher and she said you know he's not really being challenged here basically I, the kids are uh he's way ahead of the kids mm -hmm. but this is what his parents agreed to and the school suggested and me knowing his parents didn't really understand yeah. you know mm -hmm. and so now this is what this is what we're doing and now he's so bored in here mm -hmm. he's still acting out because exactly. he knows yeah. all those things so can yeah. you talk about some of those yeah. things that you've seen i mean as far as just like the funneling of um students you know being like referred to special education right exactly um, I've definitely, I you, I I've definitely, uh, you know, I, I used to sit on like these school, like leadership meetings, right. where it would be all like the support staff, and, right, right. um, like students, um, of like concern or whatever, right, would right, come right. Up. And right. so, um, some students that, you know, have been on my caseload right. have come up and where the teacher is saying, you know, oh, they're like, won't sit still in their seat. Like they're being disruptive, like right, they need right. them um either you know evaluated for having like ADD or ADHD they need to be on medication misdiagnosing them misdiagnosing. right they right, need to right. be in like an isolated like you know <laughs> behavior support right, special right, education right, right. class and so i think a lot of things that um in that like approach and that process mm -hmm. that is missed is being right. like trauma informed 
because I've had a lot of students where I've like interjected and right. been like, hold on. <laughs> this student is actually experiencing homelessness. And you know what? It's, let's stop. Let's stop right there at homelessness because he's burning up in his seat right uh -oh. now. Okay. I know you want to interject. Come on, oh. man. Come on. Oh, you really oh, I'm just, Come on. Something uh, struck a nerve. Tell me. They, uh, what you guys was talking about when I first went there to right. school, that's what they tried to put me in. They tried to put me in the, uh, the, uh, what classroom? Special. Like special, yeah, the little, like a nine p. Yeah, the little like separate class. How you say it? Special, 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 special. Yeah. just disrespectful. That's how it's, I say. Special it. education, right, special right, education, right. a lower class. So they tried to put me in there, and then right. like, when you they was like, no, just when I when he was in Oklahoma, was that oh. after the behavior? Was that no? This suspension. is like my first day, oh. my first day there. They tried to put me in there, and then it was like, school? yeah, they was like, oh no, he's like higher level. He don't need this class. So I had yeah. regular classes the whole year. So did so when when the behavior was happening, did did they ever try to put you back back in there? The, they was talking about it, but like see, they wasn't doing it. I hope everybody's hearing this. Like they was talking about it. This is straight. This is right here. This is straight off of behavior issues. Mm -hmm. Like, but I got like the classroom I was in. It was like I got me. I got me a learning disability. Right. It's like, it's nothing like a real disability type shit. Right. Mm. No, that's okay. But so learn, and, and so learning, I'm glad you said, you know, you said learning disability. Mm -hmm. And the, the, what's the top thing on my paper right there? Okay. Learning disability. And so one of the things that we, that I want to like, and this is for more for the audience, cause I know we know this. It's eight disabilities that, I mean, it's eight things that we characterize as, you know, labeling your kids with learning disabilities. And that's mm -hmm. basic reading skills, reading fluency, reading comprehension, math reasoning, math calculation, reading expression, oral expression, and listening comprehension. Those are eight things that if your kid is having problems in those in any one of those eight things, that's when we start talking about them having learning disability. Mm -hmm. If not, they don't have like it's something else. Like it, it's something else. And I and I this here was carefully and thought of by, you know, just being an educator and sitting down thinking about the things that I've experienced that kids have had trouble with. So I know Anastasia, you was talking about yeah. I'm and sorry it, for stopping no, you. No, that's look. okay. And I mean, I, I don't, I hope that it's not coming off as like a dis to special education. Like, right. Like no, no, no. Huge like advocate. Thank you and, for like, saying supporter. that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. For, like, yeah. Special education and like resources. Right, right, right. And all of that. I just think that first, and it's totally like needed. Um, and even like more resources are needed for right. special education. Right, right. Um, but I just think for students who, maybe are, you know, put into special education for reasons like behavior reasons that are actually more like have to do with like the environment that they're like living in Talk on versus it. like, you know, a learning disability or something like right, that. Right, right, right. Which also like that list, like it's so like white Eurocentric Thank that you. there's so many like 
people from mm-hmm. different cultures right. where it's actually not a different. learning disability. Right, it's right. just like a cultural norm mm-hmm. but for that, here, culture, for that right. culture. Exactly. But here in like America, right. you are, you know, you're supposed to fit into that box of like sitting in a class and like right. memorizing, you know, just right. that whole structure. And that doesn't work. Like that's why we're seeing so many students and people like dropping out or right. just you know having a lot of like barriers in a classroom right right so i guess going back to the um oh what i was saying for a couple of students i've had in the past where they're like oh we need to you know have them evaluated and exactly. get on meds and all this like i've definitely interjected and been like this student is experiencing homelessness mm-hmm. so actually maybe we can like provide them some like housing resources right. and most likely the behaviors right. will change i mean like imagine if you were experiencing ho- homelessness like how would you feel coming to school like would you be able to like exactly. sit still and focus i know who who's right. what and I, I, the question i want to know who is like i know the answer but i want to ask the question who is um who can diagnose who can properly diagnose kids inside this in a school every day is it the counselors is it like who can say who can actually sit in front of your kid after working with them for a few months or a year or two and say Mm -hmm. your kid has this and Mm -hmm. it be sound advice or it be accurate like is anybody that's working in the school on a day-to-day basis even credible to diagnose kids with like that's because that's Mm -hmm. what i'm trying to figure out um i mean my experience in working at schools is that like school psychologists would right. do the assessment, Thank but you. they're getting all, you know, not only like the assessment that they do with the student, they also do an assessment like with the family, but right. they also just get like information Up and down from, down um, what's that? No. <laughs> um, they get information from like teachers and things right, who are right. like, no, they're not like doctors. But, right. Um, so I've worked really closely with school psychologists before right. too. Right. And I mean, um, like I said, again, there's definitely like individuals who, you know, getting an assessment mm-hmm. evaluation from a psychologist right. is like really needed right. for them to have a more individualized exactly. like, education plan and support. But other times, like the student who was experiencing homelessness, it was like, we help the family get housing right and the behavior is completely turned around exactly and they didn't dig deep and you know and you know i'm so i try i'm gonna try now i'm gonna try to be good because i'm working right now so i'll say this in a mm-hmm. good way I, I'm, so I'm gonna be good i got somebody i got some important people in here everybody's in here is important but it's my birthday so i'll say it the oh, best yeah. way we didn't do it's my birthday. birthday thank you guys <laughs> so i'll say it the best way and I wrote it down so I can be, I can stay on track. Black and brown, the parents of black and brown kids are the easiest to be put in these special education classes that I've seen. And the reason why I say that is because I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. But we as parents have to stop going and believing whatever the school tells us about our kids. Right. That, that's my, 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 that believe my alley. Everything, that's, man. that's my alley. <laughs> nah, she nah. believe in everything. Like, really? I mean, she go tell you, say, tell me your story, and still believe them. I'd, I'd be mad. Really? But I think also, like, parents. It's important for parents to understand, like, 
the actual the power they have. Right. And I say this also being like mindful that for a lot again, like this is all <laughs> there's like the disparities <laughs> of communities of color and right. students of color. Right. Um that are involved with this process of right. expulsions and being referred to special education. Like they're coming from communities that uh -huh. have been like oppressed and marginalized. Exactly, exactly. So are already like feeling disempowered. Right, right, so right. So then you're asking this, you know, community that has gone through a lot of trauma, right. like stand up to like the school system. I know, system, I know, you know right, I mean? right, right, right. So there's also like, I'm always really mindful of like those barriers. Right. Like it is hard. Right, right. But parents have a lot of power they have a lot of power. i'm glad anastasia and i are playing good cop bad cop right now <laughs> and of course you're the good cop no, no you're the good trust me you're the good and i'm glad we have that balance right now and libra and I is in the middle like yeah yeah i agree with everything yeah yeah i know the last conversation anastasia and i had i it, it ended with i you know i said something like uh you know, these parents got to stop going to school with their pajamas on. Like that's, that's making the, uh, the people suspend the kids more because they feel like there's somebody's at home and they're more likely to send your kid home. And people don't like people outside of my community, like everybody in here looking at me like, no, that's not true. But I know it's like, it is true. I've worked in the school system and I've been in the community. So I, I know it's true. Like yeah. I'm going to tell you what's, was real but um but also okay question from Lindsay is you know Lindsay Lindsay Carter you know Lindsay are you still at the school uh from which you were suspended hey Lindsay and if not do you feel like you are now getting the support you need and what are some changes you want to see uh nah I'm not at the school it was in a different state but uh the school I was struggling in a couple years ago, it's, you know, it's going pretty fine. And this, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go. No, did she say what changes? Yeah, what changes do you want to see in the school? Uh, man, a lot, really. But, like uh, old school. Yeah. Oh, in Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah. Man, different rules got to be changed. Uh. I can't say nothing about it because that's them. That's what they do. Right. So, right. but we always have to, re even though if we're not dealing with it, and I know Lever not what you mean, even if we're not dealing with it firsthand, it's still people that we know that, that kids that have to come behind us mm -hmm. and they still have to deal with these things. And I think this, I mean, it's serious whether the kid is in the ninth or the first or the 12th grade or anywhere mm -hmm. between, but for a high school senior, to be suspended 11 times mm -hmm. in one month is like outright like that's I, I that's unbelievable that's just un that's unbelievable and when you told me that i try not to bring emotions into it because i was like you gotta be like some something's gotta be done and so that's the reason why i think we're doing we're talking about this yeah and we're trying to bring light to this mm -hmm. um yes that's Daniel, our program manager. That, you know, he wants to let everybody know who my boss is in here. So no, I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, I know it was talked about. But right. I, I didn't get even nice perspective on this. Okay. So you feel like a lot of those suspensions they were mainly based on you being black. Uh, some of them. That's some of them. <laughs> yeah, some of them. Yeah, because yeah. like felt you were targeted. Yeah. After yeah, yeah. Really. Yep. Targets. Yep. 
tied it. Were there other sort of racist feelings that you felt over there or kind of systemic stuff? Like, I was to myself, to be honest. That's why they was, like, mostly, like, they. I got suspended for just not talking to no one, too. Oh, God. Yeah. I was just, like, being myself, and they was like, he's not asking for no help or nothing. Like, I said, if I need help, I will ask you guys. And then, yeah. Did well, you have anyone in your school who, like, racially even like represented you like were there any teachers or support staff nah but it seemed like it like how they moved you know it was like a couple i went mm -hmm. i was like yeah we got i got some, mad at them a couple times we got some old people and they don't know about how they moved so but like, break it down. how they like uh how they move their stuff like how they, what they do how they they act. actions, right? Right. Actions, right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Their actions, right? Right. And a lot of times, we one thing I know we was Daniel's a social major as well as me, and a lot of times we talk about being targeted. And Anastasia asked, was seemed like was anybody supporting you? A lot of times, us as uh, people of color, especially black men, we we was taught in sociology that. Um, the difference between those things is like targets and agents. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that, but mm -hmm. targets is like we are sometimes targeted for things as black men that other black men have done, mm -hmm. you know, not even with them, not even knowing or getting to know who we are. But then on the other side, you got the uh, most white people and people of other races. They are agents. They get. They don't get targeted. They mm -hmm. act as anything they do is individual. Like it's like they're not blamed for something else that somebody that looks like them have done. And we are. And it seems like in the school system, that's what's been happening. And we got to, you know, people, we're not having this podcast just to make us look good. We're not having it just to be on live because we can all go on live ourselves. <laughs> this is a real problem in our school system and with our kids and it's affecting like it i mean it like just think about if libra and i hadn't uh moved like you had to your mom had to send you how many miles away back now to seattle just yeah. for you to grad like that right. is insane i could have just stayed who does like who do, what if they didn't have the money to do that yeah. who does that mm -hmm. and who, and then if you didn't you if if you got suspended 11 times in one month i would have i don't see you walk across the i would have had to uh graduate next year that's what they were saying see what i mean so i was like no nah, i ain't doing that right. this is my year but <laughs> then what if they had been so if they was targeting you this year what do you think would have happened next year? The, now you're a fifth yeah, year. Yeah, I would have super senior. Yeah. So what but is what you know? It and that been, ain't cool. It, it would have been the same thing. Right. Right. So, or even worse. Yeah. Or even worse. But yeah. I think. Yeah. I think. I like. I, I like my school better now. That's what's up. Man. They say like. They say like about like ever since I came back, I guess like I act different. You know, I spend my <laughs> classes more. <laughs> Well, probably because it sounds right. like you have, like, relationships. Like, you feel like your teachers care about you. Yeah. So, he asked that me, would make sense. Right. He asked me when he came back what was different about him. He said, I got taller. I said, no, your cell phone's on now. Yeah. <laughs> you know it. But, I <laughs> Get up, but anyway, but I know, I know how much time do we have. Okay, so I was gonna say one thing okay. about um, like 
racism in schools. Right. And I think that, um, you know, a lot of time I not just in Seattle, but across the state, I've like worked with different school districts and, um, you know, it's really easy to have like a training mm. on racism right. during like professional development, you know, right. mm. but like, and then just kind of check that off. You're right. And I agree. it's so much more than that. I agree. And there really has to be more work. Right. Um, that, you know, all people are doing around right. that, like right. really like, like deep self reflection and right. and everything. Um, I just don't think it's enough to just have like one training. You're right. And yeah. I want, you're right. And I want to, and that goes into what your mom just, I got to read what, the, what your mom said. Who mom? Your mom. Oh. Mom. Your mom said the parents need to get more education about IEPs, students, and not just that, the school needs to tell them what they think needs to be done. So that's your mom's coming. And she also said that next the school run the school run over parents because the parents do not know what IEPs are and how it works. And um to get educated, they need to they get paralyzed and to get more educated about IEP and the fights for their and to fight for their kids. So yeah. that's I think because when we was talking about IEPs. Most of the people know they know their kid has IEP if their kid has one, but yeah, I'm somehow. pretty sure they don't know what it means. They yeah. don't really even know. Like a parent asked me, mm -hmm. like, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. Like kids are saying they got all these different people, things and they don't know. Like a lot of people, I had like IEP in Oklahoma and then like it was like a lot of people. I was in class and like they get I guess they get to leave early. Right. I was like. Why they if get they got an IEP? Yeah. I like, why they get to leave early? You like, I want an IEP. Yeah. I was like, I was like, can I leave? Like, but he, she said, it's like a special, special thing. Accommodation. Yeah. But like, it was mostly everybody who had it. And I'm like, well, nothing, it, it don't look like nothing's wrong with you guys. Right. They well, I think saying. a really good point that your mom also speaks on is uh -huh. that like schools, really need to be bridged with the community. Right. Like, there really needs yeah. to be family engagement. Right. I've worked with parents who don't even think they're allowed to walk into their child's school. Thank you. They don't even think they're allowed to go to the front office and ask for information about their students. And why And why is that? Why do you think that? Just be, let's have an honest, before yeah. we close, let's have an honest conversation. Why do you think that is? Well, I think there's a lot of different reasons. I mean, for one, I think there's a huge gap and mistrust right. that a lot of different communities have with school systems. Right, 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 right. I've also worked with a lot of, you know, undocumented families. Right, exactly. And so there's also that fear of, you know, I don't, want any trouble right, with right. any type of like system or right, anything right. like that um and i've also worked with parents before who again it's just like racist practices where right. they'll come into the school and be really passionate right. about their student right and administration has like been like you put like a ban on them coming to the school mm -hmm. these are parents because the parent is being too loud and aggressive right, and it's right, like right. disrupt, you know, so right, right. that's that's so racist. Like yeah. this parent is literally coming because they care about their child and we should like 
be really happy that they're reaching out to us. Right. So I think there's a lot of, also there's a lot of barriers. I mean, a lot of families, there's a lot of families who are like single parent exactly. households. Mm -hmm. They're maybe working like exactly. multiple jobs. Like right, right, right. They, I have worked with families where um, they've lost their job right. by having to come to, to the school. To come to school, I have you know? to. So I, have I think to. also schools yeah. and like support staff and people just doing family engagement also really needs to meet families where they're at. Where they're at instead of just making it difficult Yeah, for because them. there's so many barriers. I mean, also transportation. Exactly. Like gentrification is huge in the city of exactly. Seattle. I've had families living in Lakewood, which is right. like South Tacoma. I know. They don't have a car. Right. You know, how are they gonna, they can't show up to an IEP meeting. Right. Yeah. They have a baby. How, you know, oh, they, small baby. Yeah. so many things. Right, right. That I, is another thing that I just really stress for like educators to really uh, you know meet families where they're at and right. like engage because ultimately you know parents love their kids right <laughs> and right, right, right. if you have them just on the same page and mm -hmm. another thing is also engaging them for like when positive things happen you know i've had a lot of parents mm -hmm. being like can i get like a call when something <laughs> like positive happens instead of just calling every time something negative happens. happens and that almost thinks make parents think that you don't care because you're only calling when things bad right and happen. then that also i mean i don't want to make an assumption about your family right right but right. that also i mean if if your mom constantly is getting like negative calls from the school right that might like damage like you know you were saying that sometimes she just like believes them and not always you like that could have an effect on like your relationship yeah right like whereas if she was hearing you know a balance and more positive things like right. i've seen families really like bond over that and really like become strong right right and Lindsay said do you have a twin yes he has a twin sister uh and also which Lindsay is this Lindsay cordova what's this you thought i was talking you I thought mean, we was talking about something oh the one at the uh, south yes uh, yeah. you thought we was talking about another Lindsay. you know i got a twin <laughs> <laughs> and also and this piggyback off what anastasia said before we close and parents don't, and I've learned this too, you don't always have to go to a school meeting by yourself. Yeah. If it's a single parent hall, bring yeah. bring family members with you because most of the time, if you go to a meeting, I went to meetings with my son and my daughter for them for different things. Mm -hmm. And it has been, it's been seven white people and one black person sitting in that meeting. And that one black person is just there just to say that they, they're not racist. And it looks, and they are all on the same page. When they, when, when you come in, they're all going to say the same thing about your kids. So make sure you also have support. You don't have to go there alone and, yeah. you know, bring some family members. Uh, Daniel? Um, before you guys end, because Notorious and uh, Anastasia, you guys are both, you know, educators and you guys have been in the education field for right. a long time. Right. Can you just kind of really quick give like an idea or a vision of what it looks like not to miseducate the kids, mm -hmm. but to educate them with cultural responsiveness, Ooh. right? Like what are, you know, because, you know, mm -hmm. we see the system broken. Right, right, right. I mean, you talked to me about, you know, how you have to go, you know, meet them where they are. Right, right. Right, right. So, so tell us, like, what it would look like. Right, right. So I'll I'll let you finish. I'll, I'll start it and then I'll mm -hmm. let you finish. Sure. Mine is basically, you already answered it. Is And Anastasia spoke on it as well. And it's, she said, we have to meet 
well, we have to meet the kids where they are. And let me let me tell you how that looks. I was teaching at Highline, and so um, I still have, even though I have a, I'm an educator. I also have this human service background, and I have this notorious person that wanna like help everybody. And so when I would see a kid struggling and doing bad, like grade wise or whatever. I would dig a little bit deeper into that kid's life, like Anastasia talked about, or the family, and to see and try to see what was going on. Because a lot of times, as educators, we see potential in kids, and we know when they're struggling, and we know when they can do better. You know how your mom? I don't know if you guys' mom would have ever said this, but my mom would always say, "I'm I'm I'm getting on you because I know you could do better." Like I know. So for us that know the kids could do better, we tend to dig a little bit deeper to try to help them more um when we talk about and i'm jumping around when we talk about helping kids and giving them wraparound support that's what that's what that is it's like helping them and because it may be like we do here we help kids get over barriers like whatever barrier this just stopping them to succeed and i think as educators we have to help the kids get over these barriers that's stopping them but it's hard. It's hard for it's hard. That's easier said than done. It's hard for us as educators being a college teaching at a college. You got 10 weeks a quarter during the summer. You got eight weeks and it's and it's fast. Go. It's, it's, it's fast. So it's really hard. That's why everybody, if it's parents that are supporting, we all need to be on the same page and they can help as well. So that's my mm -hmm. go ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, I was my response was like thinking of like cultural responsiveness That's and good. Yeah. Um, you know being a teacher just an educator um i think definitely i always look at like equity and right um looking at like curriculum mm. and you know um right i just think the curriculum needs to be tailored to okay. meet the the students and so uh whether that be like advocating right. with the school or whatever institution right, like, right you know maybe like hey this textbook from like the 60s on like historical perspective of right right, right. i don't know like colonial people right. um is not being is not like it's not accurate. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I think like that's more on like a systemic um, level, but I think really like also being mindful of like what what are the materials and are we having like these students sit silently and like reading and then like having them, you know what I mean? So I think like tweaking and tailoring like the right. actual um, implementation right. of what they're actually learning. Right. Um, that, you know, fits in their, um, cultural norms. So I know before this, like we were talking about, like in some cultures, like it's not the norm to, um, you know, be super like outspoken right, or like right, make right. eye contact right. or whatever. And so if you're working with, that's also knowing your students. Right. So knowing your students and like taking into consideration their culture right. and then like adapting what, you know, your curriculum is right. will, benefit that student and they'll right. be more successful in that right. so like i've done things as far as like tailoring curriculum and things like that right. like right. i've you know broken classrooms down into more like interactive right right um that's what i was about sessions. to ask you Let, yeah. yeah how do you like is why while we're finishing up 
how like and I want to know because I know we were when when I was teaching like on a day to day basis, we had a certain amount of curriculum that we had to get through at a certain amount of time. How does that look when you have so many kids in your classroom with of different ethnicities mm -hmm. and trying to tailor each kid? Like, how does that like do, do you think it should be more time put into certain like for college do you think it should be more time put into the quarters like i don't know because that takes a lot mm -hmm. of you know that takes a lot of time yeah. you know and i but i'm I, I actually agree with it but i just always wonder how do we how do we do that yeah i mean i think you just have to be like strategic in how just knowing who your students are knowing right. their background their right. demographics and you know maybe even making different assignments you know having different options for assignments that's good. like oh whether you want to like read read this about. chapter and like right. write a report right, or right. like do you want to do a more like you know right. like a video of your right. you know what i mean I, right, so right, maybe like right. giving different options exactly. for like different students because right. everyone learns differently exactly and so i think you know i've taken classes where i've been given those different options and right. even been been given like you can write on this topic or right. you can write on that but not just one set yeah because right, not right. everyone is can learn and like think not everyone the learns same. and thinks the same right. way okay you know okay but i don't know i'm not i'm not a teacher <laughs> right 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 but that's, that's good but that's, that's just something that's good that Thanks. i would do yeah thank you before. that's good and i think yeah. uh you know what you gave me thank you both of you guys no <laughs> so problem. much for coming giving me your time and giving everybody else your time uh thank you for opening up as a student i know sometimes mm -hmm. it's hard but you know i knew you could do it anastasia i know i think you should be like come and co-host with me sometime because you you're gonna be the bad you're gonna be the good cop and i'm gonna be the bad because look i say something hard and you go well this is how and but people tell if, me I'm no it's sometimes. good no no <laughs> it, it you're saying it the right way i'm just i say it for the here anyway but everybody i want to thank you for tuning in to is it anything else Live for the day of my dad tomorrow. Yeah, free, you know, free Johnny. Freestyle? Mm. Nah, I just said it who I had to say it to. Oh, okay. If they heard me, you know. You want to sh shout out? No, shout out to. Go ahead. Free Johnny. Uh, oh. Free AJ. You know. Uh, live for the day of my dad tomorrow. 2020. All right. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, <laughs> you. what about your mom and your sister? and My mom. Love you too, brother. I seen your comment. Yeah, you know. You're famous now. Come on. <laughs> Up and down is the hand signal. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to Youth Voices of Safe Futures. Um, tune in next month. I think it's around. We'll put out the uh, fly. I think it's, I got it scheduled for around February the 17th. And who knows? We may do a, a part two. Um, we'll see. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye.